This is Robert Murdlachi, the Mindshare Learning Report, Canada's Learning and Technology e-magazine. And welcome to This Week in Canadian Ed Tech, special back-to-school edition and preparing for the inevitable. It's never been a more exciting time to prepare for back-to-school. And with that, we've got our expert uh, partner here, Aman Sahoda. He's the co-founder of eAmplified, Canadian ed tech startup of the year. And they have a focus on diversity inclusion and uh, data and experiential learning. Uh, he's a proud graduate of the University of Toronto and a member of our co-working space here in Aaron Mills Town Centre. Thank you for joining me, Amon. It's always an honor to be here, Robert. I thank you for the great introduction. Well, it's so cool to uh, have spent time with you at, at the ISTE conference in uh, New Orleans uh, this, uh, this past June. And uh, you've been on the go <clears throat> since that time. You took an opportunity to take a bit of a, a sabbatical from the GTA to spend time with family out in Kelowna. What a great opportunity to uh, for a change of pace and for your mindset. I suspect you have a bit to reflect on since the Collision Conference as well. Uh, I'm so pleased to connect with you. Uh, talk to me about uh, where your mindset is at these days and what it was like for you to have uh, a little getaway that, you know, uh, it's been a several weeks now uh, in beautiful Kelowna. I was so inspired with the the photos you were sharing, the videos, and it really uh, makes a difference uh, in the mindset, doesn't it? For sure, definitely. And it kind of comes from what you talked about a lot, that work-life balance and being able to take a break and being able to reflect. Um, we had Collision together. That was a great event. Um, I got to spend the Sunday with you um, being mentored by yourself. Got to connect with Phil Cutler, who previously won as well. That was great. And that's what really inspired me to go to ISTE as well. Um, it was that great mentorship that you provided during Collision and just the opportunities and kind of opened up my eyes to what networking events could really do. So I would say wow. Collision was great. Um, led to me to go to ISTE. ISTE was a great experience. Being able to go to the Canada event was definitely the highlight. As Thank you for that. Uh, and for those who aren't familiar with this, it's the International Society for Technology and Education, which is the largest ed tech conference globally, I would say, and representing many countries. And uh, we were proud media partners hosting our Can-Am event, which you uh, participated in. And we always like, you know, our, you know, part of our uh, passion is to be the connectors in the equation and bring together industry and education leaders to celebrate excellence in education and and to uh for partnership opportunities it's never been a more important time today to nurture strategic alliances and partnerships as we are all trying to achieve the same goals in supporting student success and that i know that's one of your passions as a recent graduate of university of toronto uh, you know, you're immersed now with, with the Peel District School Board and projects. And I, I really am fascinated by your area of expertise and that really your wheelhouse is around data analytics and, and, um, and experiential learning and outcomes and 
measuring the, the impact and what matters. Talk to me about that. Yeah, one of the things that really inspired us was actually being able to quantify how we're impacting people and how people feel on an emotional level. Often what we see with assessments and standards is we rank things on a scale of one to five, but what does that ranking really tell you? What the work we're doing is we really allowed you to provide your authentic voice and we take the different words that you're using and quantify them into different emotions so that you really know how people feel on the emotional level. And emotions drive our decisions, they drive our behaviors, and they also drive our learning without a positive mindset, without a growth mindset, which you always talk about. We can't really experience learning to its fullest, to its fullest potential. So really when I got into the work, I was really focused on the concept of emotional intelligence and how it relates to education. Well, I love it. And, and so when we talk about that, you know, our co-working space, which you can see in the background, the colors, the environment, creating the right uh, environment for for success is really important. Uh, as we're talking about back to school, talk to me also about, you know, because I, I know principals, some schools, they put up balloons and they create a cheering section and really make kids feel special. Let's talk about the student-teacher relationship and how that factors into student success. Yeah, having open dialogue with your teacher and having that open communication is always critical. Um, sometimes, unfortunately, students don't feel as if they can have that conversation because they may impact their grades or they may impact their marks. And that's where we really come in as a third party and we're able to provide that data that students may not feel comfortable sharing with school admin. Schools, we want to make them the safest place possible. We want to let kids know that we hear their voice. We also want to let teachers know that we hear their voice as well. Sometimes their concerns or their ideas aren't always heard. And even things that are driving positive emotions, we want to amplify those. We want to really bring them into decision making and show the rest of the school, hey, there are great leaders in your school doing this and we need to further amplify that. Now, I I, I, I think I'm catching on to understanding your your branding now because you mentioned Amplified. Your brand is EI Amplified. So that's emotional intelligence amplified. Yeah. You know what? And now it all makes sense to me. <laughs> you know, uh, and without you having to describe what the, the branding is all about. I'm smarter than you think. Look at that. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm being facetious. But, uh, you know, let's talk about parental engagement. Um, you know, we were very involved with our kids' education. And parents sometimes don't realize that if they antagonize the situation, if they don't have a positive mindset, it wears on the kid. How important is that student, parent, teacher, kind of a three-way connection? Because I don't think all parents realize that. And I would say to my kids, the advice I used to give to them is make sure you have a positive relationship with your teacher. You know, there's nothing more important than a positive teacher, student and parent relationship. But it all starts with the parents being role models. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, one of the things that we often see is sometimes you learn things at school, as in you learn different things at home. So we want to make sure we're bridging the gap. And with some of the workshops that we've done with engaging parents, we've actually seen by getting students to engage their parents directly in their work and their assignments, we've actually been able to double the amount of engagement from board census surveys. And this has really engaged parents within the community. Some of the data results that we saw within our studies were that a lot of male caregivers weren't involved in education. So 
I just want to take this time to say that um, females are doing a great job getting involved in their children's education, but we also need to get those male caregivers involved and really have a holistic view. There's three stakeholders, as you mentioned, that are critical to a student's success, the student itself, the teacher, and the parent. And really engaging the parent provides that holistic school view that we're, is often missing within school environments. Um, a lot of parents also said they're looking forward to events um, this upcoming school year with the COVID lockdown. So I'm sure we'll be seeing a lot of different school environments this upcoming school year. Fascinating. I love to talk about diversity being our strength here at the Mindshare Workspace. This is a place for everybody. We are one of the most diverse communities in Canada, and we embrace and celebrate it. Uh, we have our Friday feast, as you know, we bring potluck. I hear, have everyone share a success story that is part of our community. How important is that? Are we getting to the point in education where we talk about diversity as being our strength, to celebrate it? Where, where are things at with that? I seem to sense there's some tension at times. What's what's real? I think there's definitely some tension at times because uh, it's been such equity, inclusion, anti-racism has been an issue that's been existing for so many years. But then when I reflect um, at my experience with the PDSB, you have uh, Ms. Dwarup, who is of the Indian descent as the director of education. You have Yannette Day, who is the new superintendent of equity and inclusion. And you start seeing all these roles being built out and all these people really trying to make a difference and trying to push. So I think that it's a work in progress, but the issue does exist within anti-racism, but it's moving forward definitely. And uh, everyone is receptive to the idea of becoming more equitable and more inclusive. And diversity is strength, as you mentioned. So. Definitely well, it, it's interesting, and it, it, it all starts with the leadership, right? And we've never had an issue in five years that we've been here at the workspace because we embraced it. And if you embrace it and celebrate it, it it's, just, it's just a natural thing that we do. We enjoy each other's food. And maybe, maybe schools need to do that. Maybe they need to start having these potluck events where everyone brings their own food and celebrates because that's the that's where the bonds really are formed you appreciate each other's culture and you respect each other more so thoughts yeah definitely agree i know that having a great meal always brings people closer together and it drives conversation you know and, and, and listen just just a little secret uh for our viewers there Amon's mom makes the best butter chicken I've ever had. So, <laughs> hey, whatever you can do is appreciated. <laughs> For sure, definitely. And I heard Robert has great pizza, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. <laughs> I, I could spin a pretty good pizza and, on homemade dough. But uh, let's talk about technology. We're immersed in that tech. It's back to school time. There's a lot going on. Kids need computers. Teachers want to know about apps. Let, let's Let's... Give me your perspective on how to leverage the right tools at the right time. Yeah, I think uh, COVID presented a huge opportunity for EdTech to really get involved. But now that we're transitioning out of COVID, we also need to understand that technology is still going to be at the forefront of what we're doing. The human-to-human -human interactions are going to be extremely important, but technology must back those interactions and really provide data and quantitative reports. Um, I think technology will continue to be a support. But at the end of the day, the relationships and the community that you have will be of the utmost importance, especially with well-being impacted through COVID-19. Um, one thing is that we learned a lot through COVID-19. We learned that um, sometimes we have to adapt, we have to be resilient, 
and technology will always play a part in that. But if the human is not able to deliver the technology, then the technology is useless. Well, well said. And, uh, you know, uh, crisis learning during the pandemic was not elegant. Uh, let's say that. And there was a lot of criticism around EdTech. However, without the tools to get us through that crisis, we wouldn't have had the learning that we did. And there are some great uh, success stories. And that's a great segue to our 13th Canadian EdTech Leadership Summit. We're honored to be partnered with McGill University, the number one rated university in Canada with the Faculty of Education, October 19th and 20th. And you'll be there in Montreal as, uh, you know, you in fine tradition, the past winner of the Canadian EdTech Startup Challenge serves as the coordinating judge, the chief judge at the startup panel pavilion that we'll be hosting. How does that make you feel, Lamont? It feels great. No um, pressure. Even uh, reflecting back to last year, I think one of the pivotal moments in our company's success was getting that validation from the EdTech Leadership Summit and really um, having your mentorship as well. Um, at these summits and at these events, um, it's really an opportunity for you to present who you are, the work you've been doing, and to really put your best foot out there and build those strong connections and relationships. And I know with the community that you have, you foster and the values you hold within your organization, within your event, it's always a great opportunity for growth for educators, um, for students, and for just anyone interested in the field of innovation because education is about innovation at the end of the day. Um, definitely feels a bit surreal going back to the event and having it in person this year may feel a bit different than presenting online, but I'm well, definitely excited for sure. Exciting. And, uh, and you'll be in good company. The closing keynote is another past winner of the uh, Canadian Tech Startup Challenge, Phil Cutler, uh, co-founder and CEO of uh, Grade Slam, uh, now Paper Learning, that uh, generated over $430 million in private equity funding, uh, most notable in uh, a record uh, raise in Canada in the K-12 space, uh, bar none. Uh, so Phil is our closing keynote, and he will certainly enlighten our audience about what it's been like post uh, pre and post pandemic and making an impact on student learning through their uh, tutoring uh, service that is uh, at the district level and they had had huge success. And he'll be sharing some uh, data around that. I know they've been really laser focused on evidence-based research, uh, driving innovation, which is a theme of our summit but before i forget we were part of a really cool project with a not-for-profit called aaron mills connects which we support here um in the peel region that encompasses both the peel district school board and dufferin peel and uh perhaps you can share that particular uh artifact that we uh were instrumental in in producing uh with the team of experts around um school uh high school beyond high school and and the theme was um uh you're gonna help me out on this one discovering your pathway to success uh, <laughs> beyond high school and uh so important such a valuable resource that should go into all schools and we're looking to make this a national uh partnership 
um, and really addresses all the key elements that nurture student success and help kids discover their passions and future career options. It's not a direct path, is it? No, it's definitely a great document. It starts by reflecting on the learner itself, uh, gets you to do some self-awareness uh, tools and assessments, which is a critical component of emotional intelligence. Uh, understand your learning styles, understand your, your strengths, your um, your weaknesses, and being able to make that pivotal choice, taking that next step. Um, leave it from beyond high school to post-secondary. Um, taking a gap year is even included, apprenticeship, entrepreneurship. I know you did a great job writing the entrepreneurship piece on talking about networking, mentoring, and all the importance of that. Um, looking at college, university, providing information on the OSAP. This is really a document where um, experts such as yourself, um, I reviewed the document. We all came together and we all provided something that we wish that we had when we were in these kids' positions or that we want to offer our children for the future so that they have all the information that they need to make the right choice for themselves. Because at the end of the day, it's about the learner and everyone has different experiences and there's no right pathway to success. It's your pathway to success. That's uh, well said. And I think I'm going to perhaps pop the document up and share it if I can uh, with our audience. I, I think it, it's uh, and it's available at no cost. And it really, uh, while it was created specifically for Peel uh, and Dufferin Peel School District students in the Air Mills community, uh, it is available to everyone who wants to access it. It was uh, a funded project um, by a provincially funded project. So uh, I encourage parents and students to to get a hold of this document. It, it, uh, it's soon to be launched, it's downloadable. And uh, really, you know, uh, it's so critical to and it's great curriculum for teachers to leverage too, isn't it, Amon? Uh, uh, you know, referring to some of the elements, you know, discovering your skill set, your passion, your uh, about well-being, uh, entrepreneurship, um, career uh, options. Um, so you really need to start planning for these things well before, don't you? Yeah, and this document has all the tables you need. It gives you all the required steps. Um, it lays it all, all, all for you. It's just about taking your own time to invest in yourself and really um, discovering your pathway to success as it says on the screen. And speaking of pathway to success, uh, and these were some of the sponsors, uh, supporters of the document. How did you get into entrepreneurship versus going to work for somebody else? What was your TSN turning point, if you will, that inspired you? Um, I had a mentor who um, inspired me previously. He passed away um, last year, but he was Iran's um, Olympic. Sorry to hear that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, um, he really inspired me to look into the concept of uh, emotional intelligence and education because I was deeply involved in sustainability. Um, he kind of gave me the tools I needed to take off as an entrepreneur, provided me all the experience, and then um, things just kind of connected. Um, after he passed away, I continued to work, continued to do uh to follow the lessons he taught me. And I happened to bump into you, another great mentor with the experience that I needed to really move forward. So I would say um, mentorship played a huge role in me becoming an entrepreneur and uh, just having that family support, friends supporting and um, being ambitious and really wanting to make a change 
um, I think that was the main thing, my uh, passion for wanting to make a change and just learning about the world and learning from everyone in the environment and education was uh, really what wanted, what pushed me to get into entrepreneurship. Uh, well, amazing. And I'm just going to share also uh, that we have, we had, we did a podcast a webinar. So there's a webinar within a, a podcast within a podcast. So <laughs> you can tune in on a recorded podcast on Air Mills Connects and get a sneak peek at what this document is all about. So I encourage administrators, teachers, parents, and students to check it out because it was incredibly valuable. Uh, and, you know, uh, Ms. Dan Avati, former principal at John Fraser High School in Dufferin and Peel District School Board, one of the top schools in uh, the country. Uh, she was one of the key quarterbacks along with with Catherine, one of the parents, uh, uh, parents who was instrumental in uh, getting this off the ground. Uh, you will uh, be pleasantly surprised at uh, the simplicity of the read. Uh, it really caters to the reader. And how many of you reviewed it? I mean, it was reviewed by by parents, teachers. Uh, there were guidance counselors that were experts involved, and and you had student reviewers that gave really good frank feedback. Yeah, and uh, next step now that we're taking is getting translators to review it, so we're able to make it more accessible, make it more equitable, and make it more inclusive. So it's had a bunch of revisions. Um, people within the field of EDI have also reviewed it, such as myself, um, students, people out of high school, parents, principals. So it's it's had a lot of revision and it's had a lot of perspectives and. The more perspectives and the more experience, the more value you will have from the document. So definitely a valuable document. Well, Amon, I know you have much to catch up on. I do want to share one more thing with our audience that uh, just as a kind of a closing uh, reminder and some inspiration here uh, about our upcoming Canadian NetTech Leadership Summit. I'm so excited. How many days to go? My eyesight isn't what it used to be. 63. Uh, 60. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, who's counting and who's panicking? I'm pretty calm right now, but I will start to panic as we get closer because you always wonder if people are going to show up. But we're so thrilled to partner with uh, McGill University, the number one academic uh, post-secondary institution rated this past year. Um, the theme is vitally important, driving innovation through evidence-based research. We're moving it to Montreal. We're ready to travel. We're ready to welcome Canadian education leaders from both K-12 and post-secondary to really come together and envision the future of learning um, with the lens around ed tech and what's really working. You know, what is the state of ed tech? Where are we going? And how can we support student success? Yeah, definitely excited for it. Um, great opportunity for everyone to learn from leaders, um, for educators to connect and really um, foster that sense of community that you always talk about that is so important. Aman, thank you so much for your time today. Welcome back to uh, your home, your backyard. Uh, so great to have you. I'm so pleased you, you had uh, some great time with your your sister out there and, and family. 
to spend and uh, you seem energized and, and ready to go back at it for back to school. Uh, final thoughts to share. Um, everyone, just make sure you check out the EdTech Leadership Summit, um, attend it, and please check out the Airbus Beyond document. And uh, thank you so much, Robert, for the opportunity to speak and uh, follow Mindshare and follow EI Amplified for future evidence-based research. Thank you so much again. That was Aman Sohoda, the co-founder and CEO of EI Amplified. My name is Robert Merlachi of the Mindshare Learning Report. Be sure to check out W Mindshare Learning to get your latest issue. And until next time, stay healthy, stay safe, and keep the learning curve steep.